candy flow out your asshole yeah yeah man yeah oh yeah yeah just just you know put the blades on the fentanyl to the side <laughs> and you know stay conscious Wait, you have fentanyl let's go to usb port oh <laughs> yeah you missed out i got the good stuff over here yeah, it, had, it had the coordinates to epstein's uh island on it i don't know what i should do with oh. it <laughs> uh, <laughs> give it to the people putting brain chips in the vax in the vaccines that's all you got to do yeah, my cousin. Uh, that that might cost me a trillion dollar lawsuit with me now. Imagine me and Alex Jones on trial for a trillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I would, I would be a character witness for you and totally throw you on the bus. Be like, he's guilty. Oh, for sure. <laughs> totally, totally guilty. 100% guaranteed. <laughs> throw you on the bus in a second. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode 314, the oosiest of the juicy. I am your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T. No DK Murphy, as you can see, as we bring into our transitions, which I forgot to change, but DK Murphy is out on assignment or for something. So technically, K Murphy is. Uh, they got a meeting. Missing, yes. They got a meeting. So instead of K, we have Jay Valerio right here. So before we get into all of that and we talk about Jay and all that fun stuff, look at Jay looking at him, K's. I thought I did have it set up, but hey, it is what it is. It's perfectly fine. Let's hope that it doesn't fail. I like the royal fact, though. What's my royal fact this week? What is your royal fact? Is you gotta know. What's what is your royal fact? That is your royal fact. There it is. Uh, a boy that apparently has what? Apparently has friends. Yeah, apparently. That's what they tell me. It should have been, dude. That we do. We had a full prime rib at the wedding this weekend. A full fucking piece of prime rib was unbelievable. You gotta wait a full prime rib? Yeah, like like a whole piece of like you know like weddings they just do like little portions for the actual meal. Yeah. Like no, it's a full ass piece of prime rib. It was huge. Really? Yeah, it was un dude. I'm telling you, the best food I've ever had at a wedding. Most wedding most weddings have been kind of like disappointing in terms of yeah. food. Um that in my experience, this wedding, on. So the welcome drinks was on Friday night. Um Okay. And but they did it at a steakhouse in Quincy, which is first off, great choice. I was like a steakhouse Italian place in Quincy. And yeah. they did the rehearsal dinner right before it. So they did a rehearsal, okay. rehearsal dinner. Then at 7.30, everyone else comes in. But after mm-hmm. they had just eaten dinner, they brought in so much fucking food. They brought in sushi, like three different types of sushi, wings, jumbo shrimp, actual shrimp, pasta, meatballs, bar pie, meat and cheese and fruit platters. Like this is after half the people were already there just ate a full meal. 
That's like, gross, dude. Plus the open bar. This is the welcome drinks, Ricky. The fucking welcome drinks. <laughs> the next day, the wedding. We're bussed in school buses from the hotel in Braintree to the venue in Quinton Hingham, which was like a 25-minute ride. The ceremony okay. is about 25 minutes. Straight to open bar. Meat, cheese, food, hors d'oeuvres. Like, you know, um, scallops and bacon. Ma- uh, like, short rib grilled cheese. Regular grilled cheese. Rice balls. Um, little... Little um, egg rolls. And from there you go and had a full prime rib. I mean, god damn. It that was, sounds. I, I Wow. Amazing. It was worth It was amazing. The best food. It of, was. The, well, wedding, the wedding was nice too. But the, the, food, I, I the, food, was, was. the food was out of this world. I hope look, you want to introduce our guest, sir. Yes. So our guest today is a man I actually, we met at the wedding. Um, Jonathan Valerio. I say it right? Jonathan I said it right. Yes, you did. Yes, Fuck you yeah, did. I said it right. Got something right, finally. Yeah, thank, thank God. So, Jonathan, you were also at the wedding. <laughs> was your, I hope your experience was as good as mine. We bonded over wrestling, as most people do. True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was that wedding was fantastic. I mean, you know, four-hour drive up to Boston for the weekend. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the hors d'oeuvres, appetizers were amazing. The dinner was great. Cake was good. Dancing was the best. The drinks were great. Can't complain. That and you guys talk about wrestling over the weekend. I mean, I'd take, I'll take that any weekend. Yeah, and it was literally in my hometown. <laughs> it's just like I know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I went to school down the road. I'm like, okay, loser. yeah. My, my 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 high school was literally around the corner from the hotel. <laughs> Didn't go. Wow. Fuck that high school. Yeah, yeah should have a new partner as well. Now that we've got all of our pleasantries out of the way. It is time for our. Are the big thing that we do since you since Jonathan, you are a first time guest on the show. I'm gonna have Will lead us in uh, something that he started way back when oh, yeah. uh, that we have no appropriate name for. Actually, in the five six years that we've been doing the show, we don't have oh. any other creative name. It's the than- first guest game. Woo! First guest <laughs> game. Well, what we do have oh, this creative man. little opener like so. First guest game. Oh yeah. Oh look at that. So pretty. The first guest game. So it's very simple. It's just these are the questions every wrestling fan needs to have the answer to. So the, fir- the okay. first question, the first guest game, Mr. Jonathan, is how did you get into wrestling? What made you become a fan? Ugh, so when my grandparents came to this country, it was like the 70s or 80s. Um, so they used to watch it on TV because, you know, wrestling used to be on like that, that you know, the free channels that everybody used to. You know, used to have so they started watching that and they actually went to madison square garden to watch hulk hogan because hulk hogan was extremely popular worldwide especially in dominican republic so that then transitioned out to like you know my parents my cousins and honestly it was my cousins who got me to start watching wrestling and I just never stopped. I mean, they stopped, but I know I just, I just kept watching. <laughs> I try to get other people to watch wrestling too. And they're like, "What the fuck? You're a loser." I'm like, "No, this is cool," you know. All right, excellent. Yeah, excellent. Um, favorite wrestler of all time and favorite wrestler currently. Ooh, all right. I'm a little biased because I grew up watching this guy. I know everyone grew up in the Attitude Era, but my all-time favorite was probably Randy Orton. Hell but, yeah, great fucking choice. Wow, great answer. Great choice. But, 
legend killer Randy Orton. I'm talking like oh, no we're, we're, talking, we're talking, we're talking, uh, we're talking. Hey, nothing you can say. You that can Orton. Say. Fuck yes. yeah, that is the best Orton. You're correct. You're correct. Oh my god, his transition from like Intercontinental Champion to World Champion, defeating like Triple H and whatnot, like mm-hmm. that was like a, a great storyline. I mean, they kind of messed up his world title one, but. That's just my opinion. I think we should give him a longer one, but I would probably say him. Um, and you said current, right? Currently, yep. Yeah, currently. Right he's person. Oh, man. Oh. By the way, Taquan, oh. for some reason, is smoking you in the chat, and it's hysterical. I don't know why, but Taquan is going off. Taquan said I thought he was going to say Savio Vega. <laughs> looks like an in-between of dark skin and white Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Jeez, man, this guy's killing me. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, currently, <laughs> I think... Thing moist the mention of all that food. Uh, who's your current favorite wrestler? Oh, man, I mean, I love the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Everybody else loves them. But for myself, personally, I think it's the underutilized Dolph Ziggler. I think Dolph Ziggler... Wow. How dare you? Oh. How yeah. fucking dare you? <laughs> I love Dolph Ziggler. Wow! No one tell Nikki Skywalker about that. No one, I'm- no one tell anybody that. Tom Ziggler sucks. <laughs> no, what? No Dude. way! All right, we're gonna we're gonna bring this up again. So. Is this the Oscar bait argument? Yes, fuck yes, the Oscar bait argument. So you know why Dolph Ziggler sucks? Because he wants so hard this to like he tries too hard, and he kind of got far in the end. It still doesn't matter. I know. I, mean, I yeah. Dolph Ziggler sucks. He's like, it should have been me. Ah, I'm acting hard, emotion, passion, and he sucks at it. He's still better Ziggler. than his brother. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Ziggler can get a better promo than eighty percent of the roster. No, no, no. He can't though. He just tries he to think, he, he tries to think he can oh, you know no. I, i've never been happy that someone got a concussion until Dolph Ziggler got a concussion no you're ridiculous <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. terrible <laughs> hey, I, I, I will i will say this one thing about about good old um good old Dolph Ziggler and it's probably it's it's going to be probably close to Jonathan's argument but name a bad Dolph Ziggler match oh you can't you can't i'll give him that you can't do that again oscar bait He's trying so hard. He sells <laughs> so hard for that recognition, that Oscar. He doesn't get it. Listen, listen. He was, he is a former NXT champion, which I still can't say what a straight I face. forgot. <laughs> I, totally, I totally forgot that happened. You know, that was probably what made me stop watching NXT altogether. Dolph Ziggler's on it. Fuck this show. NXT champion. He's, oh, he's like a championship away from being a Grand Slam. Yeah, he's not going to get it either. He's gonna lose to Baron he, Corbin. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he won the. Um, he didn't win the U.S. I believe. No, he did. I he's, think he's he won did. the U.S. He did. He has. He might not did be. He, a, he, might, he might not be a tag champ. No, he's definitely a tag champ. Dirty Dogs. That's right. He might yeah. be. I think he's a Grand Slam. Then did he win the IC? He definitely won the yeah, IC. Yeah, right? him and Miz yeah. went back and forth with the IC. So he is a Grand Slam. Never mind. He's a Grand Slam. He's a Grand Slam. He's See, going he, to won, the he won the U.S. title with uh, with um, Vicky. He was with, with Vicky Guerrero. Oh, okay. Future Hall of Famer Dolph Ziggler. No, know? he is like, a Hall of Famer. That's what, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he fucking sucks. But you know what? The Bushwhackers <laughs> also Hall of Famers. 
Well, listen, don't get you hit on the back like this. Hall of Famers, but no, right, let's I move on. Dolph All right, Ziggler, man. I didn't think I was going to get so heated so early in this podcast, but here we are. <laughs> uh, and it's only been 12 minutes. It's been 12 American minutes. The fuck? All right, so next question the first guest game. Your favorite match of all time? Favorite match? That's a tough Ooh. one, I know. But you can, yeah. name, you can name two or three. It's always, it's always it's tough, it's tough to put that on the spot. Wow. Oh, man, this is really tough. Ooh. From... One, I mean, one would be um, Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar, No Way Out. Amazing. Great match. Great match. Um, Randy Orton versus Heath, who shall not be named in SummerSlam 2004, I believe. That was a, an amazing match. Um, Wait, he who shall not be named? Yeah, Benoit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. Now we can say Benoit. That was a great. That was a great match. He didn't work for us. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. All right. So, Will, you're gonna hate me on this one, but this is personally one of my favorite matches. <laughs> no, Daniel Bryan versus Dolph Ziggler. I think it was bragging rights. Twenty. Twenty twelve. Pull up the bragging rights card. Wow. Damn. And it was <clears throat> my personal favorite because those are two of my probably one of some of my favorite wrestlers. Why do I feel like the bragging rights? Yeah, why do what? I feel like the bragging rights? Sorry about that. Why do I feel like the bragging rights um match was featured in like a 2K showcase with Daniel Bryan? I think it I think it, I think it might have been. Mm. I mean, don't get the problem with the bragging rights, I feel like it's a survivor series. That, yeah, it's pretty much was like a joke, but they had some great matches on, you know, some of those cards. So I like the, I like the trophy, the trophy thing went the end. It's like a Stanley Cup. I'm that. I would say that. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was a good idea if they just did it at Survivor Series. Yeah, because exactly. that's literally what Survivor Series. What Survivor Series is? Yeah, Survivor Series has a yeah. cup, cup yeah. on the line. That'd be cool. Well, know. now we have yeah. war, now we have war games, so it's it's perfectly fine. Yeah, war games that's is just true. true. Yeah, I'm yeah. so mad we're not going to war games. Well, I'm not going to war games in Massachusetts. <laughs> you're mad. You're not going to war it's games. It's in my hometown, and my mom won't let me go because it's fucking Thanksgiving. It's, it's two days Ooh. after. It's two days yeah, after. I'm not going to be there on Thanksgiving Day, though, because that's the problem. If I was there on Thanksgiving Day, I'd be there, but that's that's my second Thanksgiving, all right? It's like second breakfast. you got to have it. All right, so the next question is, if you were a wrestler, what's your finisher, bitch? Describe it and give it a name. Yep. You know, I don't understand why you didn't give me these questions before the show started. We did. Oh, uh, we did kind of. It was like five minutes before we went live, but we still gave it to you before. Well, dude, typically your best answer is when it comes off the top okay. of your head. So. Um. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Reminds me of like one of those, like... You know the <laughs> video games where you could like create your own false <laughs> n-word passes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claude, I don't know what you, I don't know what you ate or drank, but keep doing it because this is you are unreal right now. You're oh, absolutely man. unreal. I love it. Yeah, he's a, he's this man. Another POC came on before him. <laughs> he's probably right, dude. I feel like I 
feel like a heel right now. Like all these guys just hate me for no Good, reason. Good, dude. Heal it up, man. Tell Daquan to suck dick. I don't care. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> Listen, he's a freshman in college. He's he's the, the world's his oyster at this no, point. No, it's not. Debt is his oyster. <laughs> no, but it's not until after college. It's not until six months after he graduates. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh so man. Like, I, don't, I feel uh, like I think it's a question that most wrestling fans, like if I was a wrestler. Um, mine would be a power bomb, some sort of power bomb, because I love Batista bombs. Um, yeah, but there, people have already done it though. Like you, so you can do like, a you, you, you can wanna... do a choke slam and call it the dick flick for all I care. That's your finisher. Yeah, but but don't you want to do something unique? I mean, you could. Like somebody... No, it could be a top rope move. It could be a submission. Like mine would definitely be um, it would be a like a pedigree position into a power bomb. That would be mine. Oh, so it's a butterfly. Sure. I know what it is. I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. Like, I, I'd lift him up and then try and, like, do, like, a spin him and then power slam him. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, in the pickup, it's almost like you're spinning him. Yeah. God, I know what you're I, I, I it's, 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 it's a pedigree into a sitting power bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess mine would be similar to, like, uh, like an RKO, but, like, pretty much you, like, throw them against the ropes and you follow them and as they come back, I guess you run from behind and RKO them with the momentum of you. On the rebound, it's it's a rebound. Yeah, RKO. exactly. Yeah, I know okay. what you're talking like, about. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. A, that's that is actually really fucking dope. <laughs> I saw it off the top of my head. Well, well, yeah, no, uh, a, a, it's essentially a rebound RKO, which is pretty cool. That's a cool visual. What would you yeah. call it? A shining star or something like uh, something similar to like that. Shining star. Okay. Yeah. All we right. have Shining Wizards, there's Shining Star. Yeah, it works. Wrestling, wrestler currently match. Oh, we're we're, we're up to our favorite oh, one. Our favorite question. Okay, so this is a secret question. Yeah. So the final oh, question of the first know. guest game. Now you you are not allowed to ask questions. You are only allowed to say one or the other. It's an A or it's you can say A or you can say B. Yes. It's red or blue pill, essentially. Are you team oh. are you team slack or are you team fuck you slack? Team Slack or Team Fuck You Slack? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, and I'll give, okay, I'll, the one question I'll answer, it's not the chat platform. Yeah, it's not the chat platform, Slack, no. Slack is a fan. So are you Team Slack or are you Team Fuck You Slack? Well, I'm Team Fuck You Slack. Hell yeah, there everyone's Team Fuck yeah. You Slack. There we go. <laughs> I, love how yeah. everyone, I love how everyone immediately gets the joke with no context. <laughs> Yes. I think we've had one, uh, maybe two members of Team Slack, and I'm kind of in and out. Yeah, it depends on the <laughs> depends on Wilson. Well, thank you. All thank right, you. that was the first guest game, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to Jonathan for doing the first guest game. That was a lot of fun. I love that. Game. Yes. Thank yeah. No, that's one. Of, it's been one of the more entertaining first guest games that we had. Also, I'm so glad Claire. I got to shit on Dolph Ziggler for like three minutes. <laughs> Claire's first guest game was cool too because she had that weird, weird way of looking at WWE and AEW. So I was like, wow, no yeah. one's ever. Seen that yeah, before. from a complete from a complete <laughs> normie perspective. Oh, yeah, I was like, whoa. Um, Fred's, Fred's moved over to Team Slack because he met him at AEW. So. That's fair. That's fair. Fine, fine. Yeah, Fred, we got we to talk about that. What actually happened? Like, what actually happened that night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I went to uh, uh, Grand Slam in September. Okay. Yeah, Grand Slam. Was, uh, that's pretty nice. But, like, bleh, let's get, let's. Get back to the show. All right. So before we get to before we get into Crown Jewel and and all of the shenanigans of that, 
is going to entail of all of our banter. Uh, we do need to talk about Charmaine. We do need to talk about this one thing that came out right after we ended the show last week, and that yeah, is the go women's. Figure, yeah, all it happens all the time. No matter what day we do this show is something always big happens. Like, for instance, when we were doing the first class game, apparently Jeff Jarrett joined All Elite Wrestling and no one cares. So we're going to move on and talk about the women's <laughs> BW. <laughs> Wait, that, that was the big announcement? Yeah, yeah, and good that was job. breaking news. Fucking <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's an AEW. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Another wow. waste of money from Tony Khan. Fucking <laughs> oh, kidding me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> going so, back. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, like we had mentioned uh, several weeks ago, they did their they did their yeah. general PWI 500, and we mentioned they were going to do a women's 150, the top 150 women's wrestlers um, in the world, and then they were going to do, I think, a tag team 50 or a tag team 100, which uh, that'll be cool. A- in a couple of weeks That's as well. That's going to be controversial. <laughs> the tag team one. So the women's PWI 150 came out uh, last week. Uh, from what I – I texted Will immediately when I found out – and the criteria was I, I got heated. Yeah, I know you got heated. Well, did I text you the okay. criteria? Because I got to look it up. You did. You did. I'll find yeah, it. I'm, I'll find okay. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, what I will tell you is that it was done by people who are in the pro wrestling uh, pockets. Well, one of them we know because it's one of those wrestling girls. I believe Queen PR was on the committee to select uh, the top 150. So, well, if you don't, if you don't, well, mind, I got words for her. Um, Can you tell me the criteria of what it was? Criteria, (laughs) in-ring achievement, influence, uh, sorry, in-ring achievement, influence on the sport slash promotion, technical ability, quality slash breadth of competition, great word, breadth, activity, minimum of 10 matches or six months with at least one match in each. That's it. So the qualifications are 10 matches. What was the date? What was the date? Oh, sorry. Um... I think that's the first thing I did. What was the evaluation period? Uh, evaluation period was October 2021 through September 25th, 2022. Okay. okay. So, so here is, we're going to go from 10 to 9, because uh, I think it's probably going to be the best way to do this, because I want to see the shock in everybody's faces, even though Will already knows his answer. I'm looking at it right now. I'm still mad. <laughs> Look at the text at the top okay, five. Go, go, this is some go, go. bullshit. You, wow. Still, still, still real. All right, hold on. At number 10, Taya Valkyrie from her work in AAA. Yeah, I know, Taya Valkyrie, because it wasn't wasn't about her work in NXT, let me tell you, because that... <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for her. Yeah, I mean, good. I mean, NXT missed out, but, you know, that was during the uh, Vincent days. Um, at number... At number, number, where are we? At number nine, Starlight Kid, which I believe is from Stardom. At number eight, Charlotte Flair. At number seven, Saya Kamatani, again, Stardom. At yeah. number at number six, Jordan Grace from her days in Impact. I'm waiting for Jordan Grace to stop fucking around in Impact and come over to at least AEW or WWE. At number five, the baddie of all the baddies, the JD from NY Slayer on the internet, Jade Cargill. Um, At number four, big time Becky Lynch. At number three, at number three from AEW, Thunder Rosa. At number two, from WWE, the EST, Bianca Belair, and at number one from Stardom, uh, I believe I, I'm going to say try to see if I can say her name correctly, uh, Sayori S Y 
URI, so Siori Sayori yeah. is the number one rated women's wrestler. Some other interesting demographics for everybody. Uh, within the top 20 of the PWI Women's 150, um, Nikki AW- ASH. No, no, <laughs> within the top 20, breaking down by different um organizations, um. AEW had three, Stardom had five, WWE had five, Impact Wrestling, six women in the top 20 of the women's 150. That math, very, checks, that math checks out. Yeah, um, very okay. interesting to to see. But that's our top 10. There are some other notable people. Mandy Rose is in like, Mandy Rose made like 21 or something like that. Uh, there's, a couple of other, there's a couple of other notable things. Mandy Rose had, Mandy Rose had a good year. It's like, I hate to say it, like. She had a great year. She had a, a great year and a bad promotion. Yeah, 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 um, and so so there's that. So and again, so at number well, one. So well, <laughs> I, well, well, I know you have some emotions about. Yeah, you, this. you you text me this top five at twelve oh one p.m. And, I, <laughs> uh, and then I texted back immediately. Did Meltzer write it with a lot of laughing emojis? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. How is Bianca not number one? Yeah, that's. Like just, I, I don't know because I would have to. I've never seen this other woman wrestle. Yeah, which is why she shouldn't be number one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that like I I just haven't seen her wrestle, so I can't. It's hard it's for like, me. To it's like comment. who's the best team in football? The one that never's on primetime television. <laughs> but I mean, that's also like a that's also semi. It's also kind of a semi bias because like. We just don't watch stardom. It's like, it's like when Kenny Omega was number one. It was anybody going to deny that Kenny Omega was number one? No, even absolutely, absolutely not. At, but everyone, 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 everyone knows who Kenny Omega is, though, right? And you can easily That's... you can easily find his matches. Like you can go on YouTube and find New Japan matches. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this person. I've never heard of stardom. You you definitely heard of stardom. Never heard of never stardom. Heard, you were friends with Dave long enough to know about stardom. Yeah, I would tune him out. And <laughs> <laughs> he says something about Japanese uh, wrestling. That's on you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, is. it is. You know why? Because I don't care about Japanese women's wrestling. <laughs> you should. That's where we got Asuka and Io and Kyrie Sane from. They all them. came from. I, yeah, they all came from Stardom. And I care about them when they come to the United States, where I watch wrestling. <laughs> all right. So okay. So now I know what yeah. Stardom is. Where can I watch it? I honestly don't know. All right. So why <laughs> is she number one? <laughs> So based on your own criteria, not yours, Ricky, but, you know, I'm talking to them now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Influence on the sport and promotion. They have zero influence on the sport or promotion because I don't know who they are. I don't know the company. I don't know where I can watch them. (laughs) Breadth of competition. I couldn't name one of their matches. I couldn't tell you if they had 10 matches. I couldn't tell you any of their in-ring achievement. And I feel like most people couldn't. Jonathan, what what's what what's who's number one? What's their name? Do you even know their name? Their name? Since Ricky announced Shuri, it. Shuri. All right. How many how many titles did she win this past year? Do you, do you know? I, how many uh, titles did Bianca win? Bianca won one. Yeah, but she's held it forever. At least I know that. I can mm-hmm. I can tell you where she won it, who she won it from, and where she was in the card. Well, that's only because you're an active WWE fan. If you were actively yeah. watching Stardom, you would know all of this stuff. But and, also, and most, the people who and are most doing people, this, and most people who would read this no, list I, are also WWE fans and active WWE fans. But and most don't know people this who shit. are reading the list aren't the people that are making the list. <laughs> also, but even, if, but even if you're, you know, to Will's point, 
even there's, you know, either casual WWE fans or people who don't watch WWE at all who know who Bianca Belair is because of her, you know, her rise to stardom. She's really in the past year. She won an ESPY. That big star where now they just announced today that her and Montez Ford are going to get their whole own Hulu series. That's how wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, what? That's pretty huge. That's number one material. <laughs> they're getting they're getting their own series on Hulu. So it's like how far she's come in the past year compared to some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. There goes my my uh, my watch, my Apple Watch. But yeah, I mean the fact that Bianca Belair is not number one is absolutely ridiculous. And I really just think that whoever this person is, maybe they're an anti WWE person, maybe they're you know, whatever, but Well it was a committee of about four or five people with two senior editors. Okay. So if if you want to if you want to put a top five, I I can't make an argument against that. But number one is Becky and Bianca. That that is women's wrestling. If you all knew Thunder Three, fine. Thunder's fine at three. I can concede to that. But women's no. women Thunder women's re- women's wrestling between October twenty twenty one which is right after mm-hmm. Becky came back, remember, because she came back the previous yeah. August, through, last, through this past September, before Becky got hurt, which is right at SummerSlam, they were women's wrestling, the two of them. Their feud mm-hmm. carried all of women's wrestling. Here's, here's the thing. They're one and two. They're one and two. Here, here's, a, here's the thing. There, besides the fact that Taquan has now moved on to you, Will, and has been roasting you. That's um, which, which is good. He said you, said you jerk off. Wow. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> who told you? <laughs> Here's the thing: we have this bias as all of us Americans here. Hell um, yeah! USA, thinking, USA. That's the problem. Um, oh, oh I forgot what it's called. <laughs> it's such a um, rainbow. It's it's superiority. It's like superiority complex or something like that. Um, but we think that this is the end all beyond for a lot of the times. It is. There's nothing like WWE, but no, there no, it is, is. It is. It is. You know, it is not. No, the end-all be, no, no, it's me. not the end all be all. Trust me. But the, the problem is we were so focused and we have this thought in our mind that the best wrestling, no matter what, comes from America. And that's not always the case uh, when you look at the likes of New Japan and potentially even stardom. Um, but we also have this bias that they're not a big deal to us until they show up in America. Um, but they're still a big deal and they're still prominent. They're still good wrestlers in other places around the world. Asuka was still a ridiculous wrestler around the world. Um, Miko Sadamura, the final boss, was a fucking legend and didn't step foot into WWE until a couple of years ago when she was in NXT UK. Antonio Inoki won the fucking world title and though was never recognized in WWE. And he only wrestled like maybe one or so matches. And so there's that bias there. So as the one the one nice thing Daquan did say, uh, which is kind of a flip, as WrestleMania is not for the hardcore fans, the PWI list isn't for the casuals. That's true. This is for people who really, really hone in and see the sport from a global perspective from all from all different parts of the world. Yeah, it's still so, bullshit. So I mean, <sighs> is she is Siori legitimately the number one that we're aware of? Probably not. I'm still going to I would for me to make a final judge on whether or not she should surpass Bianca, because I think in all of our eyes, we all agree from what we've seen of women's wrestling, Bianca is the number one with Becky being a close second. If Becky didn't get injured, 
she it's it's they're, they're on they're on a race. Yeah, and, uh, and Ricky, let's 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 you let's use yeah. your let's use your argument with their criteria. So we we gotta, we gotta to use also, their I criteria. Know, I know we have to use their criteria, but also I don't know enough about Sierra. I haven't seen any of her matches. I haven't seen okay. the body that's matches fine. That's fine. to to make a to make some sort of a sound judgment. So so that also be- goes into who should be number one then. Because the, the the big okay, so we we don't know the because we, we don't know, right? Like, oh, we, no. we, we don't what, we don't that we, we don't know. we don't know with this woman from Japan, but we do know with Bianca, right? Yes, we do. So okay. if you're gonna follow by their criteria, the one we're looking mm-hmm. at is influence on a sport promotion. So you can say that the global wrestling is big on a global audience, but in terms of promotions, WWE is the biggest promotion. You take all the mm-hmm. wrestling fans in the entire world, most of them, bless you, only watch WWE. That's, okay. that's just a okay. fact. So, influence on the sport and the promotion. Bianca had the most influence and impact on the sport of wrestling in the biggest promotion in the world, arguably okay. male or female, in that okay. time period. In all that right. time period? So, for yeah, me, so- for me, out of all these criteria, I think that's the most important. If you're well, weighing them, quality sure. Quality of competition. Their main feud with Becky Lynch, who on this list is number four. So, mm-hmm. so the, the 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 quality of your competition, which is another criteria, is someone who's in the top five. Now, one I don't, of them. I don't, one of them. One, one of them. One of right? them. Now, I don't know if this woman had a top few with someone in the top five, but if she didn't, she shouldn't be number one. Based I mean, on the criteria. Based on, I mean, you can make an inference based on the fact that the stardom is all over the top twenty. Um, is that she feed with essentially one, if not all of them, you know? And That's it, fair. like your, That's your fair. quality and breadth of competition essentially is saying, like in the college football, as in strength of schedule. Okay, that's fair. So with stardom having a fair amount of people that she had feuds with, like for instance, if you take Becky Lynch out of, if we're going to, we're talking strength of schedule perspective, you take Becky Lynch out of Bianca's feuding, name another memorable Bianca feud. Yeah, if she take out Becky Lynch, she's not number one. You can't do that because she did. Yeah, right, but continue. Sorry. Uh, that's it, that's it. If yeah. you, using, using the criteria, Bianca, mm. Bianca Belair did it because she excelled at the highest level, at the highest promotion in every single category. She was also. She she was also. Out of I think I think, like, I think. Oh, sorry, sorry. Continue, John. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it, it's like saying, you know, so and so went to a bigger school rather than a smaller school, so they achieved more influence, so they're automatically the better person. I mean, Bianca being pushed as the number one, you know, women's wrestler in WWE was pushed to that global influence. So because WWE is so global, I mean. She was traveling all around the world, competing, you know, doing promos, blah, 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 blah. Maybe some of these other wrestlers didn't have, you know, that type of leverage, weren't given that type of leverage to do so, but were still be able to make an impact within that amount of time. I mean, I I don't really know Suri as well as, you know, some other people do. I mean, my only thing was, you know, even when you're going on wrestling Twitter and, you know, the IWC is talking, you knew of Kenny Omega. You know what I mean? You knew of Will Ospreay. Yeah. You mm. knew of uh, Kota Ibushi. You knew of, like, all these amazing Japanese wrestlers because everybody was talking about them. I didn't hear people necessarily talking about her as much as they were talking about other guys. 
from you know from New Japan Pro and Noah and uh, some of these other promotions. Dude, which for which for the most part are male dominated promotions. I mean, think about it. New Japan's been around for years, and they're just they are just now getting a women's division and a women's title yeah. started. You That's know. True. And so it's it's one of those things where there is kind of a gender bias in the IWC yeah, of course. and in wrestling yeah. in and of itself, where women's wrestling has been on the up and up and is still on the up and up, and that's why like this is the first time I think they've ever done a, a legit women's 150, and I yeah. think there's a I think there's a point to you, Jonathan. That's like it's easy for Bianca to be to be propaganda as the number one when you have the number one promotion behind you and you're at the big D1 school and stuff, where somebody like Sayuri could be a Jerry Rice. You know what Jerry Rice went to college at? No. no one. Mississippi Valley State University ran an offense known was part of an offense known as the Satellite Express, which averaged about seven hundred yards a game. Jeez. You know what the play was? Throw to Jerry Rice. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. Are you kidding me? Okay, so it's one of those things where, like, yes, they are not just because they are not at the big time school doesn't mean that they're not great. That's true. And, but should they be? Should they are? But are they greater than the greatest? Is Jerry? Is everybody better than Jerry Rice at the wide receiver position? I don't know. I don't know football. There, there is not. There okay. is not. That's that, that's, that's fair. But you know what? Jerry Rice came to the NFL and made his name. If if Jerry Rice if Jerry Rice played for the CFL, would you be comparing him to like a Randy Moss? Yeah. No, because you never would have heard of him. Well, yeah, Warren Moon went to the CFL. You know who Warren Moon is? I don't know who that is. Damn it! You really need to watch football. I, dude, I don't. I don't I, that, that's yeah, on me. That's on me. For, that's on me for not knowing football. Or that's why. That's why. That's why. That's on him. That's on me for not knowing football. <laughs> Fired. Yeah. yeah and, you are and, and, and end of the day, uh, this list is meaningless since it's an opinion. So if you disagree with me, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but if you if I disagree with you, if I disagree with you, I can go fuck myself. That's just how this. That's how these things work. I will say this: it does make me interested in seeing what some of her matches were within the past year. Like, I, what I is, still oh, don't care. I, I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll catch her in WWE. You know. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, women's wrestling has really come a long way. The fact that they can even put up this list in the first place, you know, compared to years ago where yeah, you I might have had a struggle getting 150 women in this. I was out of the good five 150. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, how they I can still can't name 150 female off. wrestlers. Couldn't do it. It's hard. It's hard. I couldn't name 100. Hard. I couldn't name 50. Probably, but let's let's stick with the women in our Here Come the Women segment. Uh, so, speaking of women, that, that I don't know, I don't even think Ronda was on the 150, to be honest with you. Be it as it may. Ronda Rousey, who can't cut a promo word for damn, in my opinion. Oh, my God. Bad. bad. Uh, however, I did want to talk about this. Ronda has now initiated her, for the umpteenth time, a John Cena-like open challenge. And our first open challenge participant was another Triple H baby, the returning Emma. Who has some good credits? Who I do, who I do not believe was also in the women's 150 as well, because I think she took some time off herself. But Emma is back almost five years to the day that she got fired. They brought her back, which is very interesting. But I I wanted to get your guys' opinion. We'll start with you, Jonathan, since you are our guest. What do you see? Because I see some potential in what this open challenge can do. This is based on. Um, this is really just based on what John Cena did with his yeah. U.S. Open Challenge, which was fucking legendary. And if Ronda can hit the right tune, I think you have something big here. Well, do you see any potential in Ronda doing an Open Challenge for an extended period of time? I do. I think that, you know, Ronda doing an extended Open Challenge is great, not just for her, but it's also great for, you know, the women in the back who are able to showcase 
more of the wrestling, get more TV time than usual. Um, my only problem is with Ronda Rousey herself. I mean, you know, props to John Cena because John Cena, you know, he knew how to cut a promo and he also knew how to get people over. Now, does Ronda Rousey know how to do the same thing? I don't necessarily think so. I mean, I, I just think, don't get me wrong, I loved Ronda Rousey, in term, you know, definitely, you know, the UFC, UFC, and then, you know, when she became champion. But I feel like this experiment that we're trying to do, get a UFC stars, WWE stars, is not working. And it's not working with Ronda Rousey because, one, I feel like she just, she just can't make that adjustment to, you know, UFC fighting with all her training here. And then, you know, like you mentioned, she can't cut a promo to save her life. <laughs> you got to take that microphone off of her. Like maybe you give know, her like a, like a, like a Paul Heyman, you know, a guy that can, you know, advocate on her behalf, you know what I mean? Or pair her up with like Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. You Which know, they're hinting at, thank God. Oh, dude, watching her chuck out Natty on SmackDown, I was like, <laughs> finally, <laughs> fucking <laughs> finally someone did that. That's what I've wanted to do for years. <laughs> you, you, you know what it is? Well, now what I think about it, remember when John Cena was doing his U.S. Open Challenge? He wasn't responding to the crowd. I think Ronda's issue is that she, she hears the crowd boo her, and she says, oh, they hate me. I'm supposed to be healed. And she's playing wrestling at this point instead of being Ronda. You it's, know what I mean? It's weird to do an open challenge as a heel. But also, but also when Cena did his open challenge, he didn't say many words. He came out, did his thing. Hey, open challenge time. You want some? Come get some. Yeah. And then it, it, it was more for the matches, right? The Cesaro match, yeah, was, the Sami Zayn match, was, the Dolph Ziggler match, probably. Yeah. Putting on bangers too. Like yeah, was, great match. It's a Kevin Owens, week, Kevin Owens match. Mm-hmm. You know? well, can Ronda do that? You know what I mean? Can Ronda, you know, put up consistent matches week after week after week? And I mean, she can for do sure. They have, do they have enough talent for them to do this on a consistent basis? Because no, you know, <laughs> as much so. as as much as I would like to see new talent. I mean, I would love to see new talent rather than seeing, you know, Sandra Deville get beat up for like the 15 millionth time or have Natalie, have Natty job, like who knows how many times, you know, like it's, it's, I don't know that roster and it's getting bigger now that they have enough people to go through is to keep it fresh. Yeah. My thing is they brought back Emma, which is a surprise to me. Um, is she staying with the I love the move. I think she's staying. I think she is staying. So I believe this is Daddy Trips yet again. This is Daddy Trips finally pushing what he wanted to push without Big Bad Vince in his way. He always wanted to expand the women's division. NXT is loaded with a lot of green women's talent. And I think during this open challenge, you're probably going to see an influx of people coming back. Sarah Logan, your boo will, is on her way back. If you see the promos, Sarah Logan's on her way back. I think Emma is the first of some other people that will return to the company. Now that Triple H is in hand, I think they're all going to be showcased in some way, shape, or form in this open challenge. It could be some NXT people just doing a one-off just to get some minds on NXT. But I think in in my in my crazy booking here, um, this is just me being a mark real quick. Here's how it goes: Ronda runs through a bunch of people. 
you get to and this 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 is also my short booking because I think you have to move on from this because like you said um Jonathan I don't trust Rhonda for doing this for too long <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that one you know uh, but I think she runs through some people you'll get up to yeah. either Survivor Series or the Rumble and Rhonda doesn't have a match because she's run through everybody in the open challenge who the fuck is she gonna face? I'm not like most girls. I think Naya does return, but it's not Naya. It's Sasha. Carl Flair. <laughs> Sasha beats Ronda. Sasha beats Ronda takes the title off. Takes the title off of Ronda. Yeah, you do love Sasha Banks. I do love Sasha. I mean, there's one Man, way. She got, no one's going, she got no one to come back though. Nobody knows, but I'm, it's fine. I love to see her on 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 Hollywood runways, and her social media is great. I don't care. <laughs> so like she's a Black I, Panther. Her in the new day. Yeah, and she be in the background smiling for once. Yeah, with Naomi. I got a prediction though. I think her next open, if she has one of those open challenges, I think it's gonna be Chelsea Green. Yeah, Mrs. Zack Ryder. I think so. Chelsea Green got a bad rap because she she blew out her knee twice. I know. I know. <laughs> like I would love to see Chelsea Green. I would. I think Nia Jax will come back to a mega pop. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. I, I think one. Nia Jax will come back to a big pop. Um, obviously Naomi would come back to a pop. Uh, Tegan Knox, if she can walk on her two bad knees, would be great to come back. <laughs> you know. Uh, but it is what it is. So before we before we move on to Crown Jewel, as uh, so we've been going here for a while, this is great. We can almost have a two hour show with you, Jonathan. You are an excellent Let's guest. Go. Um, Thank you. This also leaked right after we got off the show last week. Pro Wrestling Noah's having one of their big, uh, I guess, one of their New Year's matches going into the New Year of 2023, uh, featuring the great Muta, who is going, who's on his retirement tour. Again. For- I, I guess uh, with his surprise opponent Shinsuke Nakamura and as you guys know this got the interwebs going off being like WWE has finally opened up the forbidden door and is allowing their wrestlers to go to other promotions and I have some thoughts about it but before I go to my thoughts well what are your thoughts on Shinsuke versus the great Muda cool yeah Cool. Like it's it's legit. Exactly happened. Shinsuke posted it. Like this is a real thing. Yeah. I would. I, I mean, is it a dream match? I mean, maybe. Kinda. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, Muda's a legend. Nakamura's a Japanese legend. So why not? Why not? You know, when I first saw this, I definitely thought. Uh, I was like, who came up with this? Like, I thought this was somebody like just did a <laughs> just like did a Photoshop job real quick. <laughs> like the one with Sheamus. <laughs> Almost, you know what it is. So there is there is a Twitter account that is uh, it's called like Pro Wrestling Versus Generator. So it does it, it it's a it's a random generator and it puts two people against each other. So it'll be like Raw for the Impact Championship, uh, Nick Gage versus um, Al Snow. Dude, that's, how, that's, how, that's how Tony Khan books Dynamite. <laughs> And it and it'll tweet it out. <laughs> I'm dead. And it's amazing. So I thought it was that, but then it turns out it's actually 
actually a real thing. I'm interested for it. Pro Wrestling Noah's a, a really good company. It's been around for a very, very long time up in Japan. But here's my thing with this at all. Because people are like, oh, this, this is the forbidden door opening for WWE, which is bullshit. Because if anybody knows WWE's way better to do business, especially with the Japan companies, we have lent out wrestlers to New Japan and stuff, especially in the 90s. Tons of times we're talking about Undertaker's done a match, Hulk Hogan's done a match, Andre the Giant was over there. I believe Warrior was over there for a little bit as well. The Road hey, Warriors. They sent him back real quick. <laughs> yeah, they were like, whoa, 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 too much, too much, too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so this isn't this isn't a new thing. And also, if you're going to go to Jericho as well, also you want to go to modern times when Evolve was around. Which God, I missed that promotion so much. Yeah, dude, we got go WWE would frequently frequently have their up-and-coming NXT talent do Evolve Circuits, Velveteen Dream, Tyler Breeze, the Street Profits were the damn Impact World Champions, Impact Tag Team Champions for a good while. Fabian Eichner was a world champion uh, in, in Evolve, not Accent Impact, I meant Evolve, sorry. Um, oh, yeah, Fabian they were. Was Evolve champion. Yeah, they were. I have a picture with them with the with the Evolve Tag Team titles. Um Red Kelkins out. Oh, every, like all of these good towns. Johnny Gargano went through there um, as well. Tommaso Ciampa showed up. So this isn't new. And I think this is also a big thing because this is Triple H playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. If we, if we go to the Triple H's big picture, which got sidelined for a little bit because Vince was being Vince. Um, yeah, he wants NXT Japan. He wants NXT Japan. He wants NXT. One of, one of his satellite sites is going to be Japan. Europe, Japan, Mexico are your are your three big ones. Yeah. That's going for. Yep. And he's and he's doing the same thing that he did when he was doing when he got NXT UK off the ground, which will now turn to NXT Europe. He partnered with the local promotions and lent wrestlers out as charity. So that in the future, when Triple H and company rolls in with NXT, no one has a fucking issue. <laughs> it's called consolidate fucking yep. now <laughs> yeah he's creating relationships with these promoters like if you go back to one of the first takeovers from the uk he even had the promoters from icw in progress in the front row and they highlighted them on the show <laughs> about who they were and what and who they represented you know, so this this is Triple H playing politics because NXT Japan is probably the next big NXT after Europe that will open up. So like, do not be surprised. Like, like the UN stepped through. It's like, hey, well, hey, 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 hey. This is like a this is a corporate <laughs> monopoly in a global stage, right? No more consolidating. We gotta, we're, gonna, we're gonna break you up, WWE. You're broken up. Guess who's coming back? WCW is back, baby. <laughs> we're gonna put Eric Bischoff in charge. <laughs> oh. Oof. No, no, that, oh man, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna sell we're gonna sell half of WWE to a consortium, <laughs> <laughs> and the consortium's gonna be. And this is how Vince McMahon comes back. You just hear his music. Just <laughs> a strut. Oh, I bought NXT. <laughs> I bought your competition, <laughs> which was my company, which is so fine. That was his promo work. 
Oh wow! So uh, yeah, so that I think that's what's going to happen. Is yeah, that Triple H? Cool. Triple H is playing politics, and I think it's a great game of chess that Triple H is playing, and I can't wait to see what happens with that. But let's move on to what we really came here to talk about, which is more wrestling, obviously, and the Crown Jewel Premium Live event going on this Saturday at noon so set your alarm clocks because i still have a hard time waking up before noon on the weekends because i'm still a kid at heart crown jewel this saturday at noon hailing from the kingdom of saudi arabia in one of their bomb ass stadiums that they i don't know what they use it for but it's gonna be there it's happening apparently coco is also back in AEW as we speak according to mr frets what's that was jericho's mystery opponent which is kind of funny uh but be that as it may crown jewel we're gonna kick it off from the start <laughs> here um with the biggest match on the card and the the reason that this thing is going to make a shit ton of money for no reason roman reigns logan paul wwe universal world heavyweight championship on the line they've been promoting this one lucky punch mantra and roman reigns is like it's so fucking stupid that's what Roman Reigns is saying like Roman Reigns is like this is not Usi i don't know why i'm even doing this oh because you're getting a paycheck roman uh so yeah, it's gonna be great. I can't wait. I, yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Uh, Jonathan, what do you think about this? I, I think it's either gonna be like, like Logan Paul's gonna get slaughtered, or I think it's gonna be a fantastic quality match. Um, I just wish they would have hyped it up a little different. So instead of like, his stupid one lucky punch because he has like metal screws in his hand. Like they should have had him, you know, they should have they had him like, you know, he, he was trained by like, you know, Shawn Michaels and some of the best legendary, you know, trainers across, across the planet within, you know, within that time span to make it look a little more realistic, but you know, he might beat Roman. You know, he's been trained by the best. He's you know been taught by the best. He's a quick learner. He, you know, he's gonna be great. Blah blah. The stupid. Oh, you know. Oh, it, it takes one lucky shot. It doesn't take one lucky shot to knock down Roman Reigns, who beat the Undertaker WrestleMania, who beat Brock Lesnar like three times. Like, speak on it. Like, like, um, no, it's gonna take more than one lucky shot. I promise. Like, but it's, yeah, Roman Reigns. It's, especially when we all know the shots are oh. fake. <laughs> one lucky fake punch and you're gonna fake fall over <laughs> which oh, was apparently Jake, yeah. Jake Paul's gonna be in his corner too like that's a rumor oh god <laughs> uh, that, there's there's a mistake Ooh, the guy's yeah. a loose cannon he can't even read oh. <laughs> he can knock out Anderson Silver though whatever Anderson Silver's way past his prime and it was a boxing match Put put him in a put him in a UFC cage and it's still so beat his ass. Oh yeah, um, duh. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So reason there's a reason he boxed Anderson Silva and didn't fight Anderson Silva. There is a real reason for that. Bimidasame, this is going to show you how good Roman is in leading a match and selling for somebody who can do absolutely nothing for him. There's a reason I think AJ Styles is still the greatest performer in the HBK of his generation, and it's because of his performances with James Ellsworth. The fact that he almost saved James Ellsworth from dying, from breaking his neck during the style class, but he sold James Ellsworth to the moon for no reason. Who, AJ? 
Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> happened. He sold James Ellsworth to the moon for no reason. And a sign of a good competitor, besides good pro wrestler, besides the fact of you winning all these matches and being put in these good spotlights, is what can you do for an opponent who does nothing for you? Yeah. Scott Hall did it for the one, two, three kid way back when. True. He, you know, and those those are some of your better some of your better performances are the ones where you get your ass beat. Like um Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, yeah, exactly. <laughs> multiple, Michaels. multiple times. And whenever Brock wants to sell, it's usually one of his better looking matches. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> you know, be it as it may, Roman Reigns is going to kill this man. Yeah, dude. I mean, here's, here's how you sell this match. Hey, internet, you wanna watch you wanna watch these brothers get beat up forever? Well, Here's one of them. Guaranteed. <laughs> He's gonna get his ass whooped. It's guaranteed. You've been clearing this for years. It's guaranteed. He's going to get speared, Superman punched, power bombed, and probably kicked in the dick. It's guaranteed. Watch it. Please. That's it. That's why we're gonna pull these come out. Hey guys, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. <laughs> Who knows? I might get lucky. That's it. That's the story. Do you think that'll lead face turn? What's that? Do you think that'll lead to New Roman? I say like Logan Paul getting absolutely destroyed. The fact that people will start to sympathize with him. No. He, he gains uh, more respect and become a face. No? Uh, too much heat on him still. <laughs> too much heat. I mean, Roman's <laughs> being presented as a face, kind of. Roman's already a face. Roman, yeah. Roman's Roman's just over. He just doesn't yeah. matter. Roman's Roman at this point. He's not a face or a heel. He's just Roman. Yeah, I, there's too much yeah, Logan sure. Paul heat. Like, people still want to see Logan Paul get his ass beat for things he's not, for things he's done outside of the ring. Of course, yeah. Like, people yeah. want to see. People works. see Logan Paul get beat. For, yeah, people see Logan Paul get beat for just existing. Yeah. Like, it's like, like Logan Paul is not Pat McAfee. So when Pat McAfee first came in in NXT, yeah. I wanted Pat to get his ass beat. I was like, this fucking punter, this piece of shit, blah 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 blah. You know. But fuck then the I was like, yeah, fuck the Colts. But then like. You realize, like, oh, he actually knows the business. He's good at what he does. He's a good entertainer. He's a good performer. And not many people are sold on Logan Paul like that. Yeah, facts. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think he won't be. Don't mistake his performances at WrestleMania and SummerSlam for people liking him. We just know that he can he he can perform athletically. I, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think he did better than seventy percent of the roster. If you want to be real about it, but yes, I mean, and we'll, I we'll see. We'll here's see. the thing. Here's what's what show what they should have done when they're promoting this match. And I think, well, you remember this, like when AEW first started out and they were doing a bunch of these big time matches. What they would do is that they would start to interview these wrestling legends. Yeah, and talk about the the you know the ins and outs, the potential of this happening or that happening. Yeah. I think that's what they should have done. With Logan Paul and the Roman thing, there's a bunch of random wrestlers that you have on like your Legends contract, and just talk about it. And the ones that aren't Mike- AEW. Yeah, right. Shawn <laughs> Michaels could have been one of people like, well, I trained him, blah blah. He has the potential, blah blah blah. You, that's how you build credibility to him, and not just having him thrown out to the wolves on SmackDown every two weeks. Be like, I have one look punch and struggle. Tumble can't cut a promo. This guy can't cut a promo. <laughs> but also, but also, uh, before we move on, it's also really hard. Like if I. 
if they told me, hey, you're gonna get, you're gonna have a segment in front of the crowd on SmackDown, I know I'm not. I'm already <laughs> shitting my pants. I, don't worry, you're not gonna be like, oh, who am I gonna be with? You're gonna be with Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and the rest of the bloodline. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> don't get like, trying try to get shot by Sami Zayn. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, don't right? play character, kid. <laughs> like that's like one. How how do you how do you stand in the ring with Paul Heyman and try to out promo him? Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, he's got he's got he's got. Yet he, he had colluding Jews in his promo. You can't beat that. It was hilarious, yeah. dude. You can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, it, like he's he's put in a really shit position. But who knows? Maybe he'll surprise. I'm I'm interested to see how he does and how long this match goes uh, before we get minutes. to the Prince Fear in the one two three. We'll see what happens. Moving along. On this card, all the one of the Ooh. first of like three big hoss fights oh, from two guys who just want to beat the shit out of each other. Cowboy Brock Lesnar, ponytail and all, back really early because he needed a paycheck oh. from Saudi versus Bobby Lashley, who just dropped and just wants to, these guys just want to beat the shit out of each other. And yeah. I this the this is the best build in the, on the entire card. <laughs> yeah, Brock wins. Sure, Jonathan, okay. what do you think of this? Yeah, I think Brock wins. Ah, this is tough. Um, I'm gonna go with Bobby. I I think that you know I think that with the Triple H regime, I think what they really want to do is they want to get some of the full time current wrestlers over. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know I think Brock taking you know a pin from Bobby Lashley at a big event like this will certainly catapult Bobby Lashley to that next level. Now, I definitely understand if he doesn't, because to beat Brock Lesnar, you got to be on the next level, like, ridiculousness. Mm. So Bobby Lashley is going to have to, like, bring it, bring it. But I, I think I got Lashley. I think I got him this time. And technically, Bobby did beat Brock. Technically. technically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would love to see Bobby win, but if you're going to beat Brock, Lesnar needs to be for a reason. Right, it's gotta launch you somewhere. It's gotta you gotta do something afterwards. What's Bobby Lashley's afterwards? Roman, maybe. Mm. Like that's a feud I want to see. But then again, yeah. Sammy yeah. Sammy Zayn's yeah, working working the the loop with Braun. Did you see Sammy Zayn hit the Superman punch on Braun Strowman? No, I did not. That's hilarious. Which which it's <laughs> it's amazing. Braun sells it so good, which makes me think <laughs> Braun's gonna go after Roman next, which I would also love to see. So that's my thinking. So if Bobby's gonna beat Brock, he should go to Roman. But if he's not, there's no point in beating Brock. Brock has lost a feud with with Roman, so he mm. needs needs to get his heat, get some heat back, get some momentum back. Yeah, it's, Brock part time, so he, true. You don't know. He's, he's just gonna, gonna go gonna away for no reason anyway. So that's yeah, true. it's gonna be yeah. this one pay per view and just buy, or is he just gonna do this and continue onward? You know. Yeah, flip a coin. Who knows? I mean, where uh, where Wumble's around the corner? Yeah, this is so my Survivor biggest. Series. Yeah, but he's Imagine not gonna Brock be Brock Lesnar War Games. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not doing Brock that. <laughs> five guys. Literally, Brock goes into war games and he's the first person in the cage. And so oh. the other person has to survive Brock Lesnar for like the first five minutes of the match. It's like, huh? <laughs> Come on, no. that's pretty funny. <laughs> buica, buica. <laughs> that's my pueblo. <laughs> Ray Mysterio runs around for like five minutes and Brock can't catch him. Yeah, he has springboards, he has springboards from rope to rope. <laughs> you play the betting hand. Th- 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 no, I, I think I have a soundboard on here somewhere. I don't want to find it, though. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that would yeah that would be wild. But I I don't know. I think the only way Bobby beats Brock is if Brock lets him. I think it's going to be fantastic. I see this being as heated as Goldberg Bobby from like last year. Like that was yeah. a great match for that no a, reason. That was, a good, that was a really good match for no reason. <laughs> that was like wow, Goldberg brought it. <laughs> yeah. Inside Bobby. And they're playing it up like these guys just want to beat the shit out of each other. So I wouldn't be surprised if this goes like no holds barred at the last second, yeah. or, or like no disqualification or false count. It's like false, I false count. And I just saw this picture of like Bobby and Brock going into the streets of Saudi and still beating each other. <laughs> still beating the crown. He pins him on the crown prince. <laughs> just hits the F five, kicks a crown prince, and it's lands on him and just pins him on the prince. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brock takes the throne with the cowboy hat. That's just horrible. <laughs> with the cowboy hat. <laughs> he's like, women, you're all free. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, I this is a toss up for me, but I'm gonna go with Bobby here because I think Brock's gonna go away for a little bit because Brock's being Brock. Okay. Fair it's enough. not Brock season yet. Brock season's in a couple of months. He's Fair enough. Yeah. Flip, 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 flip a coin. Brock. Flip a coin. Yeah. Um, so are we keeping count? No, no, not at all. Oh. <laughs> no, no, we used to, but then I got, got too much. For the scorecards were a lot of fun. Yeah, scorecards yeah. are great. Uh, this is going to be an interesting match here. We have the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defending against uh, Bailey of Damage Control. Oh, this is this is an interesting one. I don't like Bianca's coming up being number two. Bailey that Bailey didn't even place in the top ten. Um, she was, she was she, she wasn't back yet. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, was she was injured. Yeah. Um, and so my question is, do you have your arguably your number one female wrestler in the world drop at so in Saudi? Jonathan, you're up. Yeah, I I think I think Bailey's gonna be Bianca. And I think what really confirmed it was um what do you call it? Uh Eo Sky and um Dakota Kai. Sure. Kai, I think them losing the tag team championships solidified that I think Bailey is going to win the women's championships. Now, I think what they've done with damage control is it's kind of tough to book them because everybody wants them to be booked like you know, the bloodline where all of them have the championships. But I do think with them losing the way I think the way the, you know, the bookings work, I think that. Um, Bailey somehow, probably with the interference of, you know, EO Sky and uh, Dakota Kai, and I think maybe one other person they have on their side, I think is going to, you know, get her the championship. And I, it's going to continue the feud, I think so. But I, yeah, I think the tables are turned this time. Well, um, depends when Charlotte comes back, really, because Bianca Charlotte's the match. That's the match. So if Charlotte doesn't isn't back for a few more months, I could see Bailey picking it up and Bianca taking it back. But mm-hmm. B- Bianca needs to hold that belt for Charlotte Flair to come back, and then she probably beats her too. So, do if, we know what's holding Charlotte back from coming back? Not a clue. Uh, probably creative. I mean, because it's like she had her honeymoon, she got married, she's not pregnant that we know of, she doesn't have to have surgery on her boobs again that we're aware of, because she takes time off from that, because, you know, her boobs pop, because she wrestles. Yeah. 
It's, <laughs> it's happened like three times. It's it's probably creative. Honestly, like Bailey was ready to go for months and they didn't have a creator for because they wrapped yeah. up the Becky storyline. So now they got yeah. they got to wrap up the beyond the Bailey storyline to bring in Charlotte. Like maybe Charlotte comes back at at, at Saudi or she comes back next week. Who knows? But Charlotte coming out of Saudi would be uh, interesting. Interesting, because they've never done like a return at Saudi. And how do you like? How do you sneak her in? Yeah, she's a five eleven woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 totally popsicle that Bailey wins. Yeah, but she's not gonna have it for too long because Bianca needs that belt for Charlotte. Yeah, be a transition. I I do think Bianca. If we're doing, if we're gonna do night one and the females, and you do a fe, uh, like a female uh, main event, night one, Bianca Charlotte, your that's yeah, that's, that's it. your night one. That's your night one mania. That's it. You know that that is it. Uh, if Bailey does win, it's because she's transitioning, so only hold it as long as Rumble. Yeah, I would love to see Bailey win. I'm a big Bailey fan. Always have been. Hey, you're a big Pam Martinez fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, man, it's the Latinas, man. They're my weakness, and, and West Indian. They're my weakness too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure you're over here. Hey, she knows, she, she, she listens to this podcast, so she has, she's not gonna make it an hour. So She'll listen to anything Bianca watch. You'll you'll hear it tomorrow. Be like, fuck, you're you. right. She does love Bianca. God damn it. Oh well. Wait, just don't cut the clip. Yeah, definitely not. All right, and also. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Also, uh, which was announced randomly, it's not a match at all, but we're gonna have another Bray Wyatt promo segment. If you guys saw on SmackDown, he debuted or we got the debut of his character named Uncle Howdy, which sounds so creepy. <laughs> um, and so I'm interested to see what he will say in front of the Saudi crowd if it actually pushes his narrative of whatever the fuck's coming with Bray Wyatt. Uh, the fact we're not seeing him in the ring is interesting, but w- w- what do you think is coming of this Bray Wyatt now Uncle Howdy situation and all the stuff that's going on? Because I'm, I'm confused. I have no idea. <laughs> and it's weird. I I need to see it play out, but right now I'm not the biggest fan of it. The Bray is kind of in the ring being like, hey, uh, hi, guys. Uh, 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 yeah. Like he's ready to cry. And he's all emotional. And then this him in a mask appears on screen. And it's just, what's going on here? Like, what is this What is this shenanigans? It's just, it's like, Bray, Bray Wyatt's back. What do we do now? You know what it is? It's the fact that he had such that, like, it crescendo to extreme rules. Yeah. Yeah. It crescendo like, to extreme rules, and we had the moments. It feels like one to come down. It doesn't. It doesn't even feel like we're on a come down. It no, feels we, like we have post nut clarity. I feel like. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like we're on a reset. <laughs> we have post nut clarity. We're like, why do we yeah. do this? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's. I feel like they're on a, I feel like they're on a reset. Yeah. I'm mean, just fine. Like, yo, give it time. You know, like well, I remember yeah. when Brett White came with Mister Rogers. Everyone's like, "What the fuck is this? This is bullshit." They're burying it, and now they do anything. They have it back. So yeah. Why everyone with Bray Wyatt? Just give it time. So I know I don't know what to think because there's not much to think about. Yeah. Wait and Jonathan, see. What do you, What do you think, Jonathan? <laughs> I think I think there is going to be another debut. I think there's going to be another family member that's going to be debuting at Crown Jewel. I think it's going to be whoever his brothers, whoever Bo Dallas is playing as his character. 
I think that <laughs> either that or I think it's going to be like a different version of himself. It's either he's playing six different versions of him or <clears throat> there's going to be different people. Like, But I think that debut is going to happen at Crown Jewel. And I think that's going to re-up the momentum, you know, heading towards whether it's Survival Series, Royal Rumble, et cetera. I just want to know who is his first feud going to be against. That is that, also a big question. Yeah, listen, if Bray Wyatt is playing <laughs> six different versions of himself, and Mick Foley should be fucking pissed. Okay. Also, if it is going to be Bo Dallas coming back, I don't want Bo Dallas to play any other character except Bo Dallas. (laughs) 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 Like, if like, like, all right. So, if this gimmick is if the the brain thing is going to jump a shark at some point, if you have Bo Dallas just be like, I'm talking about NXT tidy whitey Bo Dallas. (laughs) Bow leave thumbs in the air, like always around next to sinister Bray as the dumb younger brother. That's gold to me. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> Try to be, be serious awesome. here, Bo. Come on. Book it. Book yeah. it. Book it, please. Book hey it. there, Uncle Whatever. All you gotta do is a smile and Bo leave. <laughs> Shut up, Bo. <laughs> Pussy. Can you imagine? I can. I can. Oh, my God. That'd be great. But I, hope, I, I, I hope IRS just comes in and goes, don't forget to pay your taxes, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I know how many kids you had with JoJo. <laughs> I'm dead. Seriously, I don't blame Bray Wyatt for doing what he did. Either. Oh. I've, I've, I've seen JoJo. I would impregnate JoJo. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Good man. Good man. Moving on, uh, another big meaty men slapping meat match because apparently this is what Saudi wants. Um, Braun Strowman almost versus almost um, with MVP in the corner. I actually don't know how this is going to go. I picture this being a Goldberg Brock WrestleMania 20 moment where they don't know what to do because they're so goddamn big. Or this could be just like they're doing drop kicks and drop kicks and backflips. They're going to they're they're kiss. <laughs> no, hey man, Sally wants to be progressive. It's having kiss. <laughs> this also could be a moment where they can pull back the exploding ring. It have to have the main event though. Uh, it would have to main event. Could it? I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, how long would it take to rebuild the ring like that? If the whole thing. I mean, broken. I've seen those. I've seen those guys do magic. I know, but you gotta do the pillars and everything. They they really gotta change the canvas. All right. We built yes, the whole you, ring. Listen, if, yeah, no, it would have to be the main event. But it's yeah, a, a Bray Wyatt promo fixes all of that. If it's backstage, I guess. Or on the or on, no, the, on, the, on the stage, or on the WrestleMania side stage with you Oakland position. I guess maybe. Uh nah, not for this match. Nah, they, they've they've done it twenty times. So, but I, I also don't know who wins. I mean, I also love the fact that almost actually does tower over Braun Strowman and make him look like a kid. Yeah, Braun, Braun's yeah, a big boy, true. too. <laughs> I always forget Braun's in a cup. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, you're here. Mm-hmm. Why do you, what are you doing here? <laughs> He's couldn't control his own narrative, so someone's doing it for him. Fair enough. Yeah, Braun wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I think Braun wins. I, I I honestly, I don't know what 
some of the WWE universities within within um, Braun Strowman, but they absolutely love the guy. I'm eh, he's all right, but he's a big burly simpleton man. What's there? What's not to love about him? He's fucking annoying. <laughs> but no, I think yeah, I, I think he beats almost or yeah. almost wins with the help of MVP, and that continues with you. But yeah, that's true too. I'm going with Brock. I'm going with Brock. Yeah, I don't think you bring Braun back. I mean, the Saudi Arabia and Crown Jewel, this is this is the Braun Strowman special. Next to Mansoor, this is Braun Strowman's home. Yeah. Okay, yeah. remember. That's true. He, That's Braun true. Strowman is the winner of the greatest Royal Rumble. God, he has you, you, you he think, has the belt. Do you think Mansoor went to the back and was like, hey, hey, I know I got this gimmick here, but I I can't do that over there. <laughs> I, I I can't be Mansoir over there. I will not be allowed to leave. <laughs> Honestly, Imagine. if he does do Mansoir over there, I will cry laughing. I will pray for his safety. <laughs> this time, the plane will not take off. At least, if it does, he won't be on it. <laughs> they just like massively boo him. <laughs> I want I want Braun to come out with the greatest Royal Rumble belt that he was given. God. Oh, the foot by the foot belt? No, that was no, that was the original Universal. There was a green. What do we call the Jolly Rancher belt? We called it some kind of candy belt. I think it might have been Jolly. I don't know. I like the green look. That was just me. It was that a was pretty belt. Yeah. yeah. He needs to come. He needs to come out with that belt. Greatest Royal Rumble winner. You know, show him who's boss. I think. I think you don't bring Braun back for this for for him to beat almost. It's a sucks for almost because it's another loss on another big stage. He lost up Mania. He's gonna lose now. Yeah, because he sucks. That's why. So that sucks. Listen, you cannot tell the biggest ninja we've ever seen in the in the Viking Prophets promo and the doorman for Raw Underground that he sucks. Damn it. He was good he was, being a doorman. He was great as a ninja. He was great as a ninja. The uh the Viking Prophets ninja is one of the greatest segments ever. Yeah, that was pretty funny. The giant ninja Jonathan Go you uh, Moving on to what actually might be a sleeper Ridiculously crazy match uh, You have oh, yeah. the WWE, the Unified WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos Versus the Brawling Brutes For the Tag Team Championships If the Usos Do come out and win This was for all intents and purposes They, they do. are they were going to have the longest streak uh, as tag team champions ever, beating the New Day streak of 483 <laughs> Who beat days. the Uso streak? They beat Demolition streak. They beat Demolition streak because Demolition decided to sue WWE. Um, so I'm going to go, besides the fact that I think it's going to be great, I think Ridge Holland and the guy formerly known as Pete Dunne, a.k.a. Butch, are just... They're peaking at a great time right now. People are loving them. And I never knew that we would we would get Butch over, but apparently we are, because all they do is just love the fight. Um, but I still think the Usos win this because it's leading to Tale as old as time, Usos versus New Day to see who's the best tag team champions of this era, which they put yeah, on classics. Again. And listen, I I can't name a bad match between them. That tag team Hell in a Cell was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Maybe when Big E comes back and helps him win the belts. Because WWE, WWE just loves, loves setting a record and then immediately taking the belts off of him. And breaking him, yep. Yeah. Yep. 
and bring him. So I think Usos will. I think you're going Usos. John, Jonathan, are you doing Usos? Are you going to yeah, stay I, with us? I, I stay Usy with us. I, I, yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta stay Usy, you know? Gotta stay Usy with the world, you know? But I don't know, I don't know where it's going to go from here, to be honest with you. I mean, I think, I think originally they were thinking of doing Kevin Owens and um, Sami Zayn versus the Usos. I don't know if they can do that anymore because Sami's so over right now. So they don't want to pull the plug directly, but. Listen, yeah, Sammy. Okay. Here's the thing. Sammy needs to win money in the bank. Sammy's my front runner now. God, I know it's I know it's months away, but Sammy's oh my, my God. Bank. Please, I would, I would love every second of that. <laughs> Sammy's my front runner. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the Uzi shirt to come out because you know it's coming. You know, someone in creative backstage is like, oh, we're we're drawing up a shirt real quick about Uzi. Like, Wait. It's, it's, It'll be a popular shirt. I got an idea. I think what? Money in the Bank, I don't know if it's going to happen, but if Austin Theory cashes in on Roman Reigns and then and if he beats him and then Sami Zayn then beats Austin Theory because he won it that night with his Money in the Bank briefcase. I mean, that would be a WrestleMania. And then, boom, Sami Zayn's on top. Tribal Chief Sami Zayn, hysterical. On the head of the table now, Roman, get in line. <laughs> Imagine, oh my God, he would get be, there, Roman Reigns. Roman would kill him, but yes. But let's let, let's stay Usi with this. Let's move on uh, to a six man tag for a six man tag. The OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, who is not. He is not, not going to be in Japan. He is not going to defend his never open weight championship <laughs> that he was true. previously booked to defend <laughs> against everybody's favorite grown up emos, uh, Judgment Day. Yo, Dom Ooh. has such great heat. <laughs> yes, he has. I, I hate to say his heat has been going great. He's got great yeah, heat. I know who wins. I love the fact that the club is bad because they're just a bunch of old guys that are just fucking idiots. Yeah, there's old guys who like to drink together. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, and Judson Day is still without any titles or any sort of credible win. Yeah, dude, Dom pins AJ. Clean. Now Rhea's getting involved, you know that. Oh, Stop okay, oh, you're right. Sexy Rhea's got to get involved. The big question, and also if Bianca does retain, or also um, just going back, when the hell do you do Bianca Rhea? Whatever you want, really. That's true. You know, because I mean, if anybody's going to get you, you, could do that, you could do that until uh, Charlotte comes back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but in in terms of this match, the OC and Judgment Day. The OC's been hinting that they need somebody to counteract Rhea because you can't hit a woman, even though Rhea can kick you in the balls and body, body slam, slam you. you. <laughs> and do whatever she wants. They're not going to hit Rhea. So the big question well, is... <laughs> Sonny Ravey can probably hit a woman. <laughs> Rhea can peg me. Yes, Squad, we know. Yes, uh, welcome, we know. Welcome back, Taquan. <laughs> oh, he's back. We know, we know Taquan, we know. Um, <laughs> who who helps out the OC becoming a bullet babe, essentially? Jonathan. 
Yeah. Um, wow, that's a good one. The club enlist me again. That would be fun. That's not happening. I've been hearing though. that. <laughs> yeah, I think it would also the, come uh, back for an open challenge against Ronda. I think that'll also be fun. That'd be fun. Um, I think Ra- Raquel Rodriguez. I think that's probably one of the only women in the locker room. Uh, it's got to be someone on Raw. Yeah, it's got to be returning, maybe, maybe returning maybe Dana Brooke. <laughs> maybe Nikki. No. Nah, Nikki's still Nikki's caught up in the in True. the damage control shit. You're right. You're right. I mean, Dude I would love Nikki. Dude drop would be interesting. Interesting. Was there an Lada? Lada? No, Lada's about to do the surreal life. It's not going to be Lana. Although Lana would be a good pick. Lana's such a nice woman, too. Yeah, Lana's nice still singing on those ring steps from Survivor Series three years ago. <laughs> what if it's Eva Marie and Rhea just walks away because uh, Eva so it's even Marie's so annoying that Rhea's like it's not even worth it <laughs> and then they kiss wait a minute what if it's Nia Jax Oof. I love it I mean I always wanted Nia as like the female heater for the bloodline but the bloodline's way too big at this point and it's like a boys club anyways <laughs> um <laughs> But Naya as part of V-Club could work. I like the optics of it. Yeah, but I, I don't know if she fits that mold. You know? Naya's funnier than we think. That's true. Not on camera. Not, unfortunately, not on camera, yes. It, it doesn't... Her, it's, as a person, it's weird how her yeah. chemistry doesn't appear on camera. And her promos don't appear on camera. It's very bizarre how that works for some people. Yeah, and if you, like, if you, you were to run Naya like backstage or like just in the streets, she's funny, she's personable, like yeah. she hits all the notes. <laughs> just like Cameron does work. Tamina, nah, Tamina. I mean, it could, but I, I don't think so. As much as I love Tamina, I just say no to that. I don't see it. But who knows? But the big question is, who wins this? Just in case no one shows up, who wins this? Judgment Day. Yeah, you got to give Judgment Day something, right? Yeah, hell yeah. I'm going to go with the club. Yeah, I just... Throw something different. I I think their surprise is going to catch Judgment, Judgment Day off guard. And then... I, I like the club. I think I think Carl Anderson uses his uh, his greatest uh, spine buster in wrestling today, his hot Asian wife, and the never open weight championship to somehow find a way for the club to win. He's going to use all those three things. Yeah, I hope he brings the belt <laughs> to Saudi Arabia and wears it on camera. <laughs> To never open with Sammy. Yeah, it's a ring. <laughs> oh, that's where that title is. That would be a lawsuit really quickly. That's an intellectual property you do not own. <laughs> it was not given permission <laughs> to do. That would be such a Carl Anderson move, though, too. It really would. He would do it, too. That guy was such a funny man. Uh, moving on to this, another hoss fight that uh, no one really God damn about. it, Why? And- that we failed to promote well. Um, well <laughs> someone got to get married. <laughs> <laughs> we have Karrion Cross, who we're only here for Karrion Cross because Scarlett's right next to him, versus Drew McIntyre. And they had a good build. Right, so they had a good build going because you had Cross beat him, and then you had Drew almost kill him on SmackDown, slamming oh, yeah. his head 
through a car door and also running into his car as well. Like, that's a good I'm angry build. Yeah, that was pretty, and, that was pretty crazy. I do remember that. And then nothing. Because <laughs> someone had to be a best man for his friend in his wedding wearing kilts around New York City. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> Yeah, right. So I don't I don't know where this goes. I mean, yay, it'll be great. Is it a steel uh, cage? Yeah, it's it is. Still, it's this is a steel cage. Cool. So so Scarlet can't get involved with her pepper spray or whatever magic she uses. Her miss fireball. <laughs> it's all right. I in my opinion, Scarlet doesn't miss anything. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You know, so I mean, Drew can get his revenge if you want to keep us going or not. I I don't know. Uh, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say Cross for some reason. Well, who do you got? Or Jonathan Michael? Yeah, I'm gonna say Cross. I think there's gonna be either outside interference from um, Scarlet, or you know, I think maybe Bray Wyatt interferes in this match and kicks off a feud with Drew McIntyre. Maybe I think, I, uh, think so. I think so. Well, also here's a question because we know how for you well. Yeah. We also know how uh, how Scarlet loves to dress. Does Scarlet even make the trip? That's that's a great question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say probably not. I mean, what's the when that's has something to do, right? Yeah. I mean, measuring a giant T-shirt. <laughs> you know, they they, will, they, 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 give, they give it a body suits now. I know. Although I will say, I think she looked great in a bodysuit. Yeah, so she would. I might, I think she might make the trip. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. So we two for cross. Do you have Drew or do you have Crosswell? I got Cross. Yeah, we're gonna go with Cross. Drew, Drew can take some time off or do something. Yeah. Uh, also recently announced after they just won the damn tag titles right. from Damage Control. How long is this fucking card? We're gonna have this. What happened, this what happened to six matches? That was a one-off. <laughs> and um, when you're not the one who's doing the principal money for this, you can they're gonna put as many matches as they want. Um, you also have what is probably gonna be uh, a just just a, literally fifty-fifty booking run of back match. Damage control is trying to get their tag titles back because they just lost it on Monday from a returning Oscar and uh, Alexa Bliss women's tag team titles. Do Bliss do Bliss and Oscar retain, or do Damage Control get them back? I don't know, dude. They flip flopped these titles three times now since they brought them back. So who the fuck knows? They don't yeah. care. Who cares? These titles, these back, these belts suck. <laughs> get rid of these fucking belts. Bring on the mid card, but we just don't need more women. But we do that mid card belt. I think it's almost there. Almost there. Um, I don't. I yeah. I think they retain. Yeah. Especially yeah. if Bailey, like I think, like what you said, Jonathan, earlier, if you wouldn't have Kai and Sky lose if you didn't think Bailey was going to win and take this title off. Yeah, you know. So I, I think we, I think we have a re, a retaining here because, like, I, you don't want to, you don't want to get into this flip floppy, uh, all the all the flippy shit with these titles. More so, more than so than it has been ever since they uh, forgot about them when they when Sasha and Naomi left. So, but I believe that is the last thing on the card. But it is the last one on the card. 
uh, of our Crown Jewel Premium Live event, or formerly known as Pay-Per-View. So, Jonathan, here's the last part of our show. It's where we're going to crown it, where we're going to predict how good this event is going to be between 1 and 10 crowns, 10 being the highest, like the greatest thing you've ever seen. Really, 9.11. Shut up, Taquan. <laughs> Versus <laughs> 10 being the highest and 1 being below so how good do you think this crown jewel premium live event slash pay-per-view will be jonathan i think it's going to be probably around okay like 8.7 8.8 oh, high hopes over be, there let's I, I, I do i i do think it's going to be a really i think it's going to be a really good pay-per-view because i think they do show out for you know saudi arabia and they put on these little great matches I don't think it's going to be a ten out of ten. I don't. I don't see that. You know, this is going to be five stars. You know. <laughs> oh wait, isn't um, Rey Mysterio versus uh, Gunther? That's that might be on SmackDown. They might have moved it to SmackDown when I checked WWE last night. It wasn't on uh, the official match card, so. Um. So they might have that. They might add that like a last second thing, but yeah, yeah going around eight point seven, eight point eight. Wow, that's, that's, I love the optimism, Will. Uh, since he's be, I'm going to be a little optimistic, too. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I was going to go seven, but optimism has been thrown through my veins as well because fuck Dolph Ziggler, seven and a half. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'll get into this feud every single <laughs> <laughs> I also got to know, who is your favorite wrestler? All time? Ooh. No, right now. Right now. Oh, yeah, it's Roman. It's got to be Roman Reigns. Easily. Actually, it might be Sami Zayn. I do love me some Sami Zayn right now. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on in wrestling right now, but um, yeah, I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. He's on TV. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, I think for me, when you look at Crown Jewel as a whole and WWE's vision moving forward with Nick Khan, who was name dropped by MJF the other week, which is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you said he's gonna go work for for the only con that actually matters in wrestling. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit. Um, when you think about what their vision is, they want to put on more stadium events. They want to put on more WrestleMania level events with Saudi, with Crown Jewel being one of them that they've been doing for X amount of years now. They're almost halfway through their 10-year deal with Saudi. And the events just keep getting better and better. The stages are immaculate. The, the crowds the, have been great. The crowds Remember have been great. Remember the first show? They had like all the, they had like all the, the royalty and the couches in the front rows. Mm-hmm. And like the and fans then- behind them. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was weird. weird it was really yeah. weird. No, no, like the head garb and everything. Yeah. Now, now it's just like there's the crowds have been fans. great. They're fans. Yeah. The crowd's been really, really good. The show's been exponentially better and better and better. The pyro's beautiful. Yeah. Like it's good. So it, that all of those aesthetic stuff that you see really helps to elevate the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. and make it a big deal. Like this is one of the only shows every year on the WWE card where everybody gets a grand entrance and a pyro and pomp and circumstance. Uh, so it makes it a really, really big deal. The local uh, surprises are always really funny too. The local surprises like, are they, 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 like that. They had like last time they had like a, like a fighter come out and no one, one knew Olympi- who he was. It was one of our Olympians. Yeah. It was, it was, it was one of their Olympians. Like who the fuck is this guy? They're like what? Yeah. 
Um, but the locals are probably good. I mean, this was this used to be Mansoor's WrestleMania for how many years? Yeah, he had one match. <laughs> he always won that one match. Uh, so this is, and they they loved Mansoor for so long. Yeah, he of was, like, yeah, he was their guy. Saudi Arabia, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I they think, love Mansoor. <laughs> WWE has the balls to do <laughs> maximal models of Mansoor. Oh man, that would be that would that would Where's be a LA night. Yeah, um, but I think it's going. Mansoor beats Dolph Ziggler in one of those matches. <laughs> he did. Mansoor did beat Dolph hey. Ziggler in one of those matches. <laughs> yeah, Taquan. Seth Rollins is also a great pick. Seth Rollins is on a great run. Yeah, Seth was a great one, and so I think we are we are going to get a solid eight from this. Okay, splitting the difference. I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna split the difference. I don't think it's. I don't, I don't expect craziness like I did at Extreme Rules, which August, which for the most part was a nine, nine point five of an offense. It was a great event. I think I gave it a nine. Yeah, but I think we we are still going to get a solid card. I mean, you can talk about WWE's programming from week to week basis. When it comes down to those big events, they usually do a hell of a job putting things together. Yeah. Um look at Clash of the Castle. Clash of the Castle was a nothing event. And that thing was amazing. Also <laughs> you a know? great event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think this is going to be one of those things. It's, this is going to be surprise you. It's going to be a solid event. I'm going to give it an eight. I Because, you know, they've been here before. They know what they're doing. They know the, what the crowd wants and doesn't want. And they know the territory. Um, so I think it's going to be an eight. And everything. So be that as it may, that is the end of our show. And first and foremost, Jonathan, we want to thank you for being on our show uh, for oh, the last God. hour, for the last officially hour and a half, uh, as we've been talking about all things wrestling and your love for your love for Dolph Ziggler, most hatred for Dolph Ziggler as well. <laughs> uh, are you going to be joining us for our post show once we're done recording? Sure, sure. We are going to be live on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook for our post show. We just won't be recording the video soon, but we'll be live to answer any questions. Blah, 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 blah. Jonathan, class of genetics. <laughs> Taquan, Jesus, Taquan, get the stick out of your ass, bro. Get over it. <laughs> I liked it better when he was quiet. Go do your homework. <laughs> Aren't you still in school? Like, is it past your bedtime? <laughs> like, test or something tomorrow? No, he's in, what is it, Thursday? No, you still have, you still have class. It's Thursday. It's not Friday. Oh, oh my God. Um, so, yeah, if you're going to be joining us, that'd be great. It's when Will and I just bullshit. Yeah, we just and, hang out. Sometimes we yell at each other. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> I can tell you some stories about, about one of your frat brothers because uh, he doesn't watch the stream. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know that for a fact. Um, but yeah, but the, before we get going, the floor is yours. You can plug anything you want. Where can they find you on social media? So on and so forth. So the floor is yours, sir. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Well, you know, thanks for having me. Uh, a huge Dolph Ziggler fan. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Future WWE Universal Champion once he beats Roman Reigns Stop at it. WrestleMania. You brought too far. Anyway, thanks for having me, guys. As you can see, my social my social media handle is jvalera96. If you guys want to follow me um, on Instagram, you know, yeah, I'd love to interact with you guys. Hopefully, you know, they'll bring me on in the future. Hopefully, I wasn't that bad of a guest. I mean, oh yeah, you're coming no, you, back. You fit right in. Yeah, yeah, you fit right in. We'll play yeah, a sec- we'll play a second guest game. Thanks again for having me. This was fun. I had a great time. Well, except for Taquan bullying me a little, but it's all right. It's okay. We'll, we'll have 
We'll have Taquan come on. You know what we'll do? You know what we'll do? Here's what we'll do. We'll we'll do I'll have to create another video, but we'll have Taquan come off and we'll have, oh my god, well, this is what we're gonna do. Okay. Taquan versus Jonathan Wrestler's Court. Oh, we're gonna do Wrestler's Court? We've never done Wrestler's Court. <laughs> Essentially, Wrestler's Court is a, is a concept we're stealing from one of our one of our uh, old affiliates, the Rant with Ant uh, Wrestling Network. They came up with a special called Wrestler's Court, um, where you had you picked a controversial topic in wrestling, like is Dolph Ziggler actually good at what he does, and you have two people argue about it. The first time I did Wrestler's Court, there was an argument about the greatness of Brock Lesnar. At the time, and I think Will remembers it was Issa versus Ant, and Issa, yeah, Issa, Ant didn't get a word in. <laughs> Issa, uh, also known as NYC Demon Diva, like 06 or whatever, Issa is a very knowledgeable uh, okay. and knowledgeable and proud and Puerto, Puerto Rican <laughs> Puerto Rican woman who loves her Brock Lesnar and can actually and knows how to argue about Brock and she eviscerated him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Issa. I love that. Shout girl. out to Issa. She's Issa's the best. Like, she's the so, best. Yeah, she's she she's she's big time now actually. You can follow her on YouTube. She's fucking great. Only um, <laughs> well no, but she also works for uh I forgot what company. Well, she has a bunch of them now, but shout out to Issa. Good for her. She deserves. Yeah, it. yeah, she is. So that's what. Maybe, maybe you and Taekwon can squash your squash your beef doing doing a former wrestler's <laughs> court, where you guys can just argue it's about one side. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Taekwon, You got to give us a controversial topic, the controversial thing in wrestling that you believe in, and we'll we'll have you guys find it out. Um, could be that as it may. Let's get ready to do this post show uh, and all of that fun stuff. So, Will, if you will please set the scene and we can get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 314. Ooh, juicy. That's been the oosiest and juiciest episode of Kings of the Rings podcast ever. We went over Crown Jewel, talked about the greatness of Dolph Ziggler, and is the PWI Women's 150 actually valid? Who knows? I'm your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me on Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets. B I G Z Ambassador Biggs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at K O T R underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube. Follow us, well, chat with us on Discord, um, and all the other places that we are found. You can also go to our links in the description below and buy some of our great Kings of the Rings podcast merchandise, where we have over 170, 130 items in our store mugs. Shot, not shot glasses, uh, regular glasses, hoodies, all of that fun stuff. Kings of the Rings logos, Willie T's logo, my logo, K Murphy's logo, so on and so forth. If you are listening to us from an audio perspective, make sure you are subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio, where you can find us as well as the Fretzelmania podcast, the Young Lions Respected podcast, and the Brace for Impact podcast. Wrestle Addict Radio can be found on all your favorite podcasting sites and follow Wrestle Addict Radio's socials at addict underscore wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else. Jonathan, again, thank you for being on the show. We are going to have you back, especially for Wrestle's Court with you and Saquon. But before we go to our post show, Will Tarashock. Oh, 
My name, ladies and gentlemen, is Will Tarrish. That's T as in Thomas, A-R-A-S-H. Don't fade the black on me, asshole. S-H-U-K. All my shenanigans can be found on Instagram. My other podcast, Talking with Tarrish. I am currently releasing a How to Start a Podcast series. It's going to be about seven, eight, nine, maybe ten part series. That's a good podcast. Fun. The first episode was released just this morning. Um, so if you're looking to start a podcast, that's where you're going to find it. A lot of me shenanigans, saying my opinion on things, some facts on things. If you need to buy equipment for that said podcast, so Gerald, if you need a microphone, our store is up and running. Our first equipment order has been purchased. So equipment can be purchased at our store uh, below market price. So support us as well. Yeah, yeah. Our GoFundMe has been set up as well. So if you want to give us some money, $1, $2, $3, $4, $5, anything up to as many dollars as you want. If you're biggest podcast solutions, that would be greatly Appreciate it. Fretzy, I'll send you the link. It's finally ready. My name is Will Tarashuk. <laughs> yeah, so, so when we come back next week, we're going to have the fallout from the Usius and the Juiciest Crown Jewel of M. We're going to look forward to Survivor Series. And oh, yeah, Full Gear is coming up too. We're going to have to start talking about that. So until next week, folks, goodbye. Good night. We'll see you next week, hopefully with K-Back as well. And oh, yeah, fuck you, Slack. See you, folks.